Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, July 11, 2018. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity and entertainment news on George Clooney, Justin Bieber, Jonathan Reese Myers, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Sarah Palin, and Billy D. Williams. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org slash caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. talked for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I did the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on BTR for about eight years now. So if you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow up button on top of the show page. That way it will give you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, just go to That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio. You can also follow me on Twitter by the name of Stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. And also follow me on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the weather in the NYC 
Cincinnati is a partly cloudy 85 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently on the phone lines, on the chat room, on the computers. Thanks once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, so how has everyone been, you know, uh for all you guys, you know, last week was the Essence Music Festival. Uh, you know, every year they put on a show with some of the uh, the top uh, African-American acts, top African-American actors and uh, musicians, and they do it once a year. And they just wrapped up for this year. You know, I always say I was going to go one time, but uh, it's, it's just, you know, you got to really plan for it. But uh, this week we're going to be talking about George Clooney. Uh, unfortunately, he was uh, in a uh, scooter accident uh, in Italy. Uh, apparently he's okay, but I'll give you the details about it. Uh, Justin Bieber is uh, officially off the market. He just got engaged with uh, Stephen Baldwin's daughter, uh, Haley, tell you the latest. And Irish actor Jonathan Rhys Myers, uh, apparently he caused a commotion on a domestic uh, flight uh, to Los Angeles, and his wife had to step in and apologize. Also, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, his teenage daughter, has decided to follow in her father's footsteps. And uh, Sarah Palin, she just went completely mad after Sasha Baron Cohen and had invited her to participate in this interview for an upcoming uh, Showtime series, but it was all a hoax. And uh, Billy D. Williams is back to a galaxy far, far away. So uh, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the day. Hit it! I apologize. Uh, Everything is a little delayed today. (laughs) This is live radio for you. Uh, You know, I, uh, you know, George Clooney, for all you guys know, um, he's married to a mall. They have twins. And he uh, flies from the, the States to Italy. And I think he now is an Italian resident. But apparently, you know, um, he was in an accident, a motorbike accident, just, just the other day. Uh, there is video footage of the actor on this motorbike, this accident on this motorbike, and it has been released showing the exact moment the actor impacted another car and was sent flying into the air. Now, surveillance video from a nearby camera captured the moment and was then obtained by an Italian newspaper. Uh, in it, Clooney, uh, Clooney can be seen uh, hitting like this dark color vehicle head on during his morning commute while traveling down a highway on the island of Sardinia. Uh, he flies high above the st- uh, the car before crashing down to the pavement on the driver's side. Now, as previously reported, he was taken to the hospital in Albia, where he was released shortly after, and officials said that his injury- injuries were not believed to be serious. Now, fortunately, he seems like the incident won't affect his uh, ability to shoot his new Catch-22 series. 
It's not the first time the actor had been injured in a motorbike accident. Clooney had suffered a broken rib when he crashed riding with his then-girlfriend, Sarah Lawson, in New Jersey in 2007. Lawson suffered a broken foot. And Justin Bieber is reportedly engaged to model Haley Baldwin. Sources tell TMZ.com that uh, Justin popped the question to Haley on Saturday night, July 7, while they were on vacation in the Bahamas. Justin apparently chose to make the romantic occasion a public affair as he got down on bended knee while at a resort restaurant where guests had been enjoying a little salsa dancing. Now, according to the outlet, the pop superstar had his security officials encourage other holiday makers to put their cell phones away because the singer was planning something special. He then allegedly asked Haley to marry him in front of a crowd of strangers, and she said yes. The couple, which previously dated in early 2016, rekindled its romance last month and has been inseparable ever since, traveling to Florida and New York together before jetting off to the Bahamas. Now, representative for Justin and uh, Haley, the daughter of actor Stephen Baldwin, has yet to comment on the claim, but Bieber's parents have since hinted the news is true in separate posts on social media on Sunday, July 8th. Now, Justin previously dated Selena Gomez from 2010 to 2014, and they reunited last fall before calling it quits once more in early March. He had also romanced various models in the past, including Chantel Jeffries and Baskin Champion, who he was spotted with shortly after parting ways with Selena earlier this year. Meanwhile, Haley was most recently linked to singer Shawn Mendes, but repeatedly denied claim of a romance. So that makes you wonder, you know, what, you know, Selena and Justin was going on and off. And remember, Selena had some health issues. She was suffering from lupus, and she had to get a kidney. Uh, she had some issues with her kidney, which caused her to get a kidney transplant from one of her best friends. And, uh, after she had got the surgery, it seemed like everything was back to normal. They hooked up. They went out to eat. They went and did things together. And you thought that everything was back to hunky-dory. But, uh, you know, now the media is trying to go and say to, you know, they see Selena spotted out. It's like she's not phased. You know, she has this – she's walking around with a shirt saying uh, – that she's stronger than ever, and you know it's it's like you know she and then she was uh on a talk show where she was saying that she's gonna remain single for the rest of her life. Girl, don't even you know Justin wasn't the one you hope one day you you will have that that special someone. It just takes time, but I was really rooting for Selena and Justin. I mean, it seemed like they were really getting things back back up again, but there was also reports that um, Selena Parents wasn't too thrilled of her getting back with Justin after it was alleged that he had put her through a lot of changes in the past, and uh, they just didn't feel that he was the right fit for her, and they just felt that, you know, it might, you know, cause her to relapse and, you know, cause her to get stressed out, and then it will affect her lupus condition, so it was all kind of factors. But um, me personally, I mean, I think Haley is about, she's 21, and Justin's about 24. 
I really think that's a little too young to get married, and I really don't think it's going to last because, you know, I think Justin and Selena, Justin, Selena is his first love. Uh, There's no denying that. Um, You know, when they broke up, Justin was having a hard time moving on from Selena. Remember, he he was even jealous when she was dating The Weeknd. You know, he was saying some uh, crazy comments about the weekend because he was kind of jealous. So, I don't know. I don't know about that relationship. Uh, Irish actor John DeReese Myers, he's extremely sorry for any inconvenience caused following a domestic dispute on board a weekend flight to Los Angeles, according to his wife. The Mission Impossible 3 star had been traveling with his spouse, Mara Lane, and their one-and-a-half-year-old son, Wolf, on an American airline plane from Miami, Florida, on Sunday, July 8th, when the couple reportedly became engaged in a heated argument. Sources told TMZ that Myers was allegedly intoxicated and yelled, um, was cursing at Myra before heading to the bathroom to smoke an electronic cigarette, which is against federal law. He was instructed to stop using the device by flight attendants and complied, but when they landed at Los Angeles International Airport, police officers were waiting for him. He was detained for questioning but was subsequently released after officers determined no crime was committed. And Myra has since taken to social media to clarify reports of the incident while also revealing that the family had been traveling back from South Africa, um, where Myers, who relapsed in his long battle with alcohol addiction addiction last year and was seeking help uh, for anger issues that result in these kinds of episodes. She confessed she was unaware of anything that happened on the plane journey because she had been taking care of their son with a privacy wall up, but claimed Myers is remorseful for his actions. And The Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson, teenage daughter, has decided to follow her father into the ring, follow in his footsteps to go into the ring and become a professional wrestler. Simone Garcia Johnson has already been considering a career in the spotlight after signing a contract with AMG Models in 2016 to make a name for herself in the fashion industry, but now the 16-year-old who served as 2018 Golden Globe Ambassador is changing course to continue her family wrestling legacy. The action man who rose to fame as The Rock during his wrestling career admit he is thrilled by the news. Now, Simone's mother, Danny Garcia, has yet to weigh in on her daughter's chosen career path, but the teen uh, paternal grandmother is confident that she has what it takes to conquer the WWE. Now, Ada Johnson, who is The Rock's mother, she was in the audience for her son's Good Morning America interview in New York yesterday, and she was asked if she approved of Simone's decision. And this is what she said, quote, Absolutely, yes, she will lay the smack down, unquote. And Sarah Palin went mad after Sasha Baron Cohen invited her to participate in an interview for the upcoming Showtime series, Who is America? The former governor of Alaska took to her Facebook account on Tuesday, July 10th to slam the comedian for tricking her and her daughter into an interview which she claimed as full of Hollywoodism, disrespect, and sarcasm. Palin sarcastically told Facebook users that she was given a legit opportunity to honor American vets and contribute to a legit Showtime historical 
documentary when they invited her via speaker Brewer, the Bureau. Uh, unaware of Cohen's true intentions, Palin agreed to do the interview with one of her daughters, whom she did not name, and according to Palin's post, they were then asked to travel across the country where Cohen interviewed them and posed as a disabled veteran. Realizing she was tricked, Palin walked out from her from being humiliated and disrespectful interview. The 54-year-old politician then continued her rant as she challenged Cohen's Showtime and CBS to donate all proceeds from the show to a charity that actually respects and supports American veterans, who is America is set to premiere on July 15 on Showtime. Right now we have uh, 17 minutes uh, after the hour. Just If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, right here in New York City, where I broadcast the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show you want to know more about it, make sure if you are a registered listener here on BTR, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1, that's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. And you can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14 and on Instagram at tjonesgibbs. Billy D. Williams is back to a galaxy far, far away, more than three decades since he first joined the Star Wars film franchise. The actor is set to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian in Star Wars Episode Nine, and the news confirmed that the long, gestating rumor about Williams' return. The speculation increased in recent days following the actor's departure from an upcoming sci-fi and pop culture convention citing a conflict with a movie schedule. Williams first portrayed Lando Calrissian in 1980's The Empire Strike Back, the second installment in the franchise created by George Lucas. He reprised the role in 1983, Return of the Jedi. While he has not been seen in another Star Wars feature film since then, he voiced the characters on various cartoon series and video games in recent years. A young version of Lando recently appeared in a Star Wars spinoff, Solo, A Star Wars Story, with Donald Glover taking on the role. The movie, which was released in May this year, explored the early adventures of Han Solo and Chewbacca as the pair are involved in a heist within the criminal underworld and meet Lando Calrissian for the first time. Star Wars Episode Nine is set to kick off production later this summer. J.J. Abrams is back behind the lens after directing the 2015 Star Wars The Force Awakens, but only serving as executive producer for the 2017 sequel, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, and Adam Driver will reprise their respectable roles, while Carrie Russell was recently added to the cast. Details of her role are not uh, revealed yet, but she will reportedly perform action-heavy fight scenes. The movie is scheduled to arrive on December 20, 2019 in the United States. 
And Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Eddie Vedder have been tapped to headline Global Citizen Festival Mandela's 100 Concert. The free concert in Johannesburg, South Africa on December 2nd will serve as a belated celebration for what would have been Nelson Mandela's 100th birthday, which actually falls on July 18th. Pharrell Williams, Ed Sharon, Chris Martin, uh, Usher, they will also perform while U.S. TV mogul Oprah Winfrey, she will deliver a keynote speech. Uh, Naomi Campbell, Gail King, Tyler Perry, and Forrest Whitaker, among others, will also serve as hosts. The Mandela 100 organizers are hoping to mobilize $1 billion in investment to benefit women and girls worldwide and hunger and tropical diseases, reduce HIV-AIDS transmission rates, ensure every child receive a quality education, and access to clean water and safe sanitation worldwide. Jay-Z, Beyonce, Martin, Vetter, and Sharon have all previously performed at past Global Citizen Concerts. And speaking of rapper Jay-Z, it is reportedly he is reportedly uh, in negotiations to settle a lawsuit over his Rock Nation trademark. The hip-hop mogul sold the rights to his clothing line, Rockaware, for $204 million in 2007 to uh, Iconic's brand group bosses, who also own the branding rights for labels, including Ed Hardy, uh, Missimo, and Mark Echo. Executives claim in May of 2017 that their uh, exclusive rights were violated by a line of designer Major League Baseball caps, T-shirts, and hoodies featuring the Rock Nation trademark. The 99-problem hitmaker was needed in the lawsuit along with officials at Rock Nation, New Era, Lids, and Major League Baseball team, uh, the San Francisco Giants, with uh, Iconex brand group chief, suing each of them for $10 million for using the logo without their consent. Now, Jay-Z is subsequently countersued, arguing the 2007 sales of Rockware did not include anything to do with Rock Nation because the brand had yet to be established. Now, according to the Blast, the parties are now close to reaching an undisclosed settlement. They have 45 days to reopen a claim if any party chooses to do so. And Denzel Washington is auctioning off the chance to join him at the Equalizer 2 premiere to raise money for the nonprofit Boys and Girls Clubs of America. The Training Day Star has a long history with the organization, having used to attend his local Boys and Girls Club after uh, school while growing up in Mount Vernon, New York. Now he wants to give back by offering fans the opportunity to bid on the red carpet experience, which will take place in Los Angeles later this month. Washington told People Magazine that the Boys and Girl Club helped made him the man that he is today. Uh, he said that uh, he's been. He said that the staff at the Mount Vernon Boys and, Glo- Boys and Girl Club invested their time in developing him and why he has been the national spokesperson for the Boys and Girl Club of America for more than 20 years. Now, officials at the nonprofit work to provide over 4 million children in the U.S. access to after-school programs and services. Denzel has long credited organization bosses with keeping him and other children out of trouble and giving them a positive place where they can occupy their time while their families are not home. And singer Kelly Clarkson will, lead, uh, will lend her famous voice to a cartoon character in, her, in a new family film called Ugly Dolls. Uh, 
The animated movie is based on the real-life plush doll toy line of the same name, and the stronger hitmaker has been cast to play the lead character, Moxie. And this is according to Deadline. The feel-good plotline followed Moxie and her ugly doll pals as they confronted issues about fitting in, realizing by the end of the movie that they don't have to be perfect to be loved, and that embracing their true self leads to happiness. Kelly, who has sold over 25 million records since her music debut as the winner of the first season of the hit TV talent show American Idol in 2002, will also sing original songs for the film. The 36-year-old isn't the only superstar musician to have joined the cast. Pitbull is also attached to the movie as a voice character, and he has signed on to write original tunes for the soundtrack as well. Now, the Ugly Doll plush toy line, which was created by David Harvath and Sun Min Kim, was introduced in 2001 and quickly became an international cult hit, with the dolls picking up the Toys of the Year trophy by the Toys Industry Association in 2006. Voices at STX Entertainment brought the rights to the brand in May, and in addition to the feature film, will be unveiling a 26-episode animated series on streaming network Hulu. Ugly Dolls, the movie, is scheduled to be released in theaters next year, like around May 19th. Wow. Oh, okay. And actor Jason Bateman has signed a multi-year film and TV deal with bosses at the streaming service Netflix. The Horrible Bosses star is teaming up with the film producer executive Michael Costigan to form a new partnership under the actor's uh, aggregate production company. Bateman and uh, Costigan will combine their platforms and will work together to develop new content for Netflix on which Jason had already experienced small screen success. Oh, good for Jason. All right. Uh, right now we have here uh, 26 uh, minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, we're going to be talking about uh, Kevin Hart and Will Smith. Uh, they have uh, big dreams for this joint film project that they want to make because the people of their Philadelphia, uh, they want to make the, their hometown, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, proud. So they want to team up to do a film project. I'll tell you more about it. Uh, Oprah Winfrey has shot down allegations suggesting that she stole the premise of her faith-themed TV series, Greenleaf. I'll tell you more about it. And two celebrities are getting ready to have their own talk show. I'm talking about actor Jerry O'Connell and Reese Witherspoon. They're getting ready to expand their resume by hosting, being the host of some new talk show series. And uh, Tyra Bank has just unveiled her co-star for her Life Size 2 movie. And uh, pop star Shawn Mendes uh, he had a he had a, a slight tumble on stage during his weekend show in Canada, and uh, Canadian fans of G Easy uh, they may not be able to see the rapper perform in their country for a while because of uh, apparently he was rejected entry in the country. So uh, and we're talking about uh, I think Canada. All those stories and more coming up within the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
like shining. I like million dollar deals. Where's my pen? I'm signing. I like those Balenciagas. The ones that look like socks. I like going to the jeweler. I put rocks all in my watch. I like sexes from my exes when they want a second chance. I like moving songs. I do what they say I can. They call me party, party, banging body, spicy mommy, hot tamale, hotter than a stop. On top of the roof, resting on as hard as I can, eating halal, driving the land. So that bitch, I'm sorry though, got my coins like Mario. Yeah, they call me Cardi B, I run this shit like Cardi. Yo, bang, I'm the district in the jam. Thank you. 
Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We have 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from uh, Cardi B and Like It Like That. And I want to give a shout-out to Cardi B and, and say congratulations. She and Offset just welcomed their baby girl into the world. So congratulations to the new parents. Uh, right before I took uh, went on the music break, I was telling you about um, Kevin Hart and Will Smith. Well, they have big dreams for their joint film project because they want to make the people of their Philly hometown proud. The Independent Day superstar took to Instagram on Friday, July 6th, to share a birthday message for the comedian as he turned 39 and share video footage of himself crashing Kevin's red carpet interview with a reporter for news show Access Hollywood at CinemaCon in 2016. In the accompanying caption, Will suggested that they make a film together before Kevin's next birthday. The Humanji uh, Welcome to the Jungle star welcomed the idea, and now Kevin has shared a few details about the kind of ideas they are working on. However, they want to make sure that the project is a huge success, so it represents their Philadelphia connection. And Oprah Winfrey has shot down allegations suggesting that she stole the premise of her faith-themed TV show. Uh, series uh, Greenleaf. The media mogul was slapped with legal actions from writer Shannon Lynette Dwin in April after she claimed to have met with bosses at the Oprah Winfrey Network owned to pitch the idea for justice and glory along with a pastor friend. In her lawsuit, she explained how official initially seemed very keen on the show but then heard nothing. And when Greenleaf premiered in 2016, when noticed it features characters and storyline, she alleged the pair had introduced to own chief and demand hundreds of thousands of dollars in damages. However, Oprah has now responded to the legal papers, brushing off the claim as frivolous, while others snipping about the plaintiff insisted, well, insisting that the people who filed it either do not understand copyright laws or are pursuing it notwithstanding its manifest lack of merit. And then she goes on to point out that the stark differences in the series, explaining that Justice and Glory focus on a white atheist U.S. senator who investigates a famous religious leader, while Greenleaf is about a single mother who is rocked by the suicide of her sister and returns to her father's African-American church in Memphis, Tennessee. Oprah insists that the only similarities are the fact that they both feature a mega church and the family which run it. Uh, she is uh, adamant that she and her Greenleaf producers have never heard of Justice and Glory and is seeking the immediate dismissal of Wynn's lawsuit. And actor Jerry O'Connell is expanding his resume by hosting a late-night talk show, Real Men Watch Bravo, which feature, will feature O'Connell discussing the on-screen drama from some of the network's biggest shows, including the Real Housewives reality franchise with other men. The Screen 2 star will also executive produce the series alongside TV host Andy Cohen. Now, O'Connell is a frequent guest on Cohen's talk show, Watch What Happened Live, and guest hosted the Wendy Williams show earlier this year when she took a sort of a hiatus. Real Men Watch Bravo will premiere this fall. 
and Reese Witherspoon is expanding her resume by hosting a new interview series. The Walk the Line star has teamed up with bosses at U.S. firm AT&T to launch the Hello Sunshine video on Demand Channel, which is named after her production company, and the half-hour series will premiere on the platform next week, which is about July 16th. Now, Shine On with Reese will feature Witherspoon interviewing female celebrities and trailblazers, including country icon Dolly Parton, uh, her Wrinkle in Time filmmaker, uh, director Ava DuVernay, pop star Pink, actress Amara Ferreira, and singer Casey Musgrave. And this is according to Variety. It is the first unscript project for the actress. Witherspoon formed Hello Sunshine in 2016, and all the content developed under the banner is created for and by women. And after exploring the depths of Atlantis, Jason Momoa will be heading to a new futuristic world. The Game of Thrones actor has been tapped to lead the cast of Apple's original series, C. Momoa will play uh, Baba Voss, a fearless warrior, leader, and guardian on the 10-episode series, which is described as an epic world-building drama set in the future. Now, according to Deadline, the new series will take place when the human race has lost the sense of sight and society has to find new ways to interact, to build, to hunt, to survive. All of that is challenged with a set of twins with sight is born. C is the latest piece that has been picked up by Apple as the tech giant seeks to compete with Netflix, Hulu, and other streaming services. In addition to the futuristic series, Apple has greenlit a new series starring Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. The show will also have like two seasons with the two stars producing alongside the media Reese company. Jay Carson from House of Cards will serve as the showrunner. And Tyra Banks has unveiled her co-star for Life Size 2, and it isn't Lindsay Lohan. A follow-up to the 2000 Disney television movie about a doll who comes to life has been in the works since 2014 with model and sometime actress Tyra confirming last year that she'll be reprising the role of Doll Eve. While Tyra has always been adamant that Lindsay will also be returning in some way, she now shared with her Instagram user that grownish actress Francia Reza has been lined up to star opposite her. Now, while Tyra has always been adamant uh, about Lindsay returning in some way, uh, we we all know that Francia Reza is the one who donated a kidney to close friend Selena Gomez last year and she shared the same image to her on her own social media followers. And according to the movie website, IMDb, Lindsay is still slated to make a return as Casey Stewart, the protagonist from the original movie, whose doll is transformed onto a perfect living woman. And talking to TVGuide.com shortly after Life Size 2 was announced, American Neck Top model creator Tyra outlined plans for an edgier, edgier sequel, uh, in other words, they uh, they don't want to do a kiddie movie. They want to do a movie for young adults. And um, Tyra also had mentioned that her mom gave her the idea to do Life Size 2. You know, they wanted to uh, make it more of a grown, you know, make it more for older teens. So that's how she wanted to do it, so... We'll see, and we'll see if Lindsay reprises her role back in that movie. Um, 
Miranda Lambert has become the youngest musician to be named an artist in residence at the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum. The 34-year-old star is also the only the only third woman uh, to hold the position at the Nashville, Tennessee landmark, following in the footsteps of Connie Smith and Roseanne Cash. Past artists in residence also include Chris Christopherson, Vince Gill, Alan Jackson, and Kenny Rogers. Lambert will celebrate the appointment by performing two concerts at the venue CMA Theater in September. And pop star Shawn Mendes had assured fans that he is okay after taking an insane tumble off the stage during a weekend show in Quebec, Canada. Uh, the their Nothing Holding Me Back hitmaker was in the middle of performing his hit song Mercy at the Quebec City Summer Festival on Sunday, July 8th, when he decided to jump to a lower platform located directly in front of the main stage. However, after throwing his arms in the air, Sean fumbled his landing and briefly ended on his behind. Now, in a video footage of the incident, he is shown jumping back to his feet and continuing with the track without missing a beat. The clip was posted on a fan account on Twitter after the show with the caption, quote, Oh no, Shawn Mendes, laugh out loud. The singer took notice of the funny footage and laughed off the fall, insisting he is fine. Shawn also thanked fans who attended the gig for being such an enthusiastic crowd. What is with these artists trying to jump across the stages? I mean, remember when um, Miguel at the BET Awards a couple of years back, try to jump from one stage over a crowd of people over the, another, ended up landing on this woman, and the woman said that she was okay, and then a couple of weeks later she sued him because she had uh, uh, her neck, she, he, she had, uh, her, he had fell on her head, she had neck issues. It was a big mess. And now here is Sean Mendez is doing the same thing. That is so risky because you don't know if you're going to guarantee you're going to make it. There's no guarantee that uh, if you're going to land correctly. And then, who you know, what if you have went too far and landed into the crowd with your fans? So it's very risky. But i got to give him points for, you know, getting back up and, Continue with his song That's that Beyonce move Because remember You know Every time when Beyonce Falls on stage It's like You know She just falls down And get back up Without missing a beat So But uh, Shawn Mendes Did say That he was okay Right now We got uh, 16 minutes left Remaining in the show I'm going to go ahead And take another break And uh, I'll be back With the last remaining stories Of the day So uh, Don't go anywhere Take no pain. 
Now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Chris Brown and Hope You Do. And uh, shout out to Chris Brown because uh, last week he was arrested in Florida for uh, an incident that happened, I think, a year ago with the photographers. He made bail, but uh, last night he was in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, He's still on his heartbreak tour. And uh, he really turned it up. Uh, people were posting on social media and Instagram that the show was on fire. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Chris Breezy. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you that um, that uh, Canadian fans of uh, g Easy. Uh, he may not be able to see, uh, you might not see the rapper performing in their country for a while. The 25, I'm sorry, the 29-year-old was forced to cancel his headlining set at the Cowboy Music Festival in Calgary after he was rejected entry to the country on Monday, July 9th. According to TMZ, Easy and his crew ran into issues with Canadian custom agents when they touched down in Calgary. It's unclear why he was turned away, but there's a speculation saying that it might have something to do with his recent cocaine arrest in Sweden. And while Hazley did not reveal the reason for their breakup, a source told E! News that the former couple called it quits because they couldn't work past the distance and insinuating arguments that often come with demanding careers. Mariah Carey, she kicked off her latest Las Vegas residency. The Butterfly returns on July 5th at Caesar Palace Coliseum, but there was a little bit of an accident. The pop diva was caught lip-syncing during the show. While belting out her classic hit boyfriend, Mariah was placed on a rolling box by dancers, and when her boyfriend, Brian Tanaka, was trying to help her onto the moving box, he didn't provide enough counterweight on the back, and the diva just tipped over. And making things worse, her singing track continued. It it continued to play even though the microphone was taken away from her mouth. Fortunately, she was able to continue with the performance, and and she was even able to laugh it off after she finished belting out the song. She told the sold-out crowd, quote, Sometimes we have a little pain, but it's all right, unquote. And speaking of Mariah Carey, uh, she... um, her planned performance 
at England's Live Wire Festival will no longer take place after the event got canceled. Fans of the superstar have been left disappointed with news that the Blackpool Festival has been scrapped for the year. In a statement posted on the Live Wire Festival Facebook page, a representative explained why the gig scheduled for August 24th had been pulled. Uh, they said that uh, the Blackpool Live Wire Festival, which was due to take place over the August Bank holiday weekend, will be postponed to 2019. A spokesperson for Live Wire confirmed that the decision was made due to the ill health of key personnel at the local promoter, Manchester-based Live Wire event, LTD. Now, ticket holders have been advised that they can seek a refund from point of purchase. Matt Goss and Boyster Men were also scheduled to perform. Mariah recently made a glittering return to Las Vegas, kicking off her Butterfly Return show at the Coliseum Inside Cedar Palette last week and a year after her previous residency, Number One to Infinity, came to an end. And Rick Ross, he's reportedly being sued by Young Muhammad for ripping off the Maybach music slogan. In September of 2017, TMZ reported that Muhammad, real name Ishaq R. Muhammad, had threatened Ross with legal action over the phrase, which Muhammad says was inspired by his track Caprice Music, a song Ross featured on. In a new legal document obtained by the gossip site TMZ, they reported that Muhammad is taking the hustler rapper who founded Maybach Music Group in 2009 to a small claim court and want $1,000 for theft of his intellectual property. He also allegedly is suing Rock Nation for endorsing Maybach Music. And Janet Jackson decided against canceling her headlining set at the 2018 Essence Festival following the loss of her father because it's not what he would have wanted. Family patriarch Joe Jackson lost his battle with cancer on June 27 at the age of 89, and some fans were concerned the superstar would pull out of her summer tour dates, including a weekend performance at the New Orleans, Louisiana Festival to grieve his passing. Janet assured devotees, of the show that the show would go on in a video post to Instagram last week, although she admitted it had been a pretty rough week for her loved ones. As promised, the nasty hitmaker returned to the stage for the Essence Festival on Sunday, July 8th, but during her set, the singer paused the music and opened up about her decision to play through the pain. Growing emotionally, the 52-year-old revealed a heart-to-heart when one of her brothers inspired her to do what she does best and honor her father who masterminded his children's early musical success in the process. And when her brother asked her to consider what Joe would have told her to do, she realized she couldn't let her fans down. Good for you, Janet. And director Ava DuVernay has recruited actor Michael K. Williams, Vera Famiga, and John Leguizamo to lead the cast of her new TV drama, Central Park Five. The Selma filmmaker will write and take charge of the four-part limited series, which will detail the real-life 1989 case of five teenagers from Harlem, New York, who were wrongly convicted of a Central Park rape that did not commit. The youth, Antron McRae, Kevin Richardson, Yusuf Salam, Raymond Santana, and Corey Rise were were only able to clear their names in 2014. The Wire star Williams and uh, John Leguizamo have each been cast as two of the kids' fathers, while Oscar nominee Formiga will play Manhattan Assistant District Attorney Elizabeth Letterer, who served as the lead prosecutor 
in the controversial case. Now, Central Park 5, which will air on Netflix, is set to begin filming in the Big Apple next month. And DuVernay will also serve as executive producer on the project, as will Oprah Winfrey for her Harpo film vehicle. And Big Brother is only two weeks into its season 20, but it's already facing a controversy. A contestant was caught dropping the N-word during the show 24-7 live feed during the Thursday, July 5th feed, Caitlin Herman could be seen chatting with fellow house guests Tyler Crispin and Scotty Salton. The 26-year-old live coach uh, later made reference to Drake's Zero to 100 song, and she, uh, she said that she uh, she said the N-word. And she she claimed she realized her mistake as she added, you know, she said, oops, you know, I made a mistake. Uh, following the controversy, former house guest Devon Rogers tweeted, quote, you don't get to sing it, you don't get to say it, you don't get to think it. Now, some fans appear to be enraged by the mishap. Some even urged CBS to remove Caitlyn from the show. This arrived just days after the network released an official statement regarding offensive comments made by other contestants, Rachel Swingler and Angela Ruman. Big Brother is a reality show about watching a group of people who have no privacy 24-7 and capturing every unfiltered moment and conversation in their lives. And uh, Big Brother Season 20 will air on Sunday at 8 p.m. and Wednesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. on CBS. And uh, Claudia Jordan, who happens to be a friend to the show, she was a guest on the show here a couple of years ago. Well, she's hoping to help her good friend, actress Melissa Ford, as she recovered from a horrific hit-and-run car crash on June 28. The Real Housewife of Atlanta alumna recently launched a GoFundMe campaign to assist with Ford medical expenses. Uh, she said that uh, this is, Claudia wrote on the GoFundMe page that Melissa Jeep had flipped three times after being clipped by 18-wheeler. Uh, she sustained a skull fracture, concussion, and bleeding on the brain. She also had a 10-inch open wound that had to be surgically closed using stitches and staples with other severe gashes all over her body. Now, Jordan hoped her crowdsourcing effort will raise $100,000, and at press time, the total was just shy of 16000 1,000, which was donated by Jordan herself. Now, Melissa um, and Claudia are very good friends, and uh, she had gave, she had asked Melissa permission to set this up because so many people wanted to help, but there were so many expenses coming at her that she wanted to make it where there was one less thing she had to worry about so she could just focus on healing. And... Uh, 100% of the funds, whatever they what they, whatever they raise it's all going to her to handle all the medical bills and physical therapy she will surely need. Wow. And you remember, uh, Claudia was, I mean, Melissa was also on that reality show, Blood and Heels. So we just wish her a, a speedy recovery. Um, right now we got over a minute left. Uh, Nicki Minaj is getting ready to hit the road with Rap Pal Future for a joint tour this fall. Two years after Future teamed up with Nicki's label mate and frequent collaborator Drake for the Summer 16 track, the Mask Off hitmaker is joining forces with the female MC for the Nicki Hendrix tour. 
The pair will kick off the date in Baltimore, Maryland on September 21st and end the North American run in Las Vegas on November 24th. Nikki and Future will then head to Europe in February 19th for another two-month stretch of shows. Minaj recently surprised fans during Future set at a Florida Rolling Loud festival last month by making a guest appearance to perform her new song, Chun Li, live for the first time. Uh, the track will feature on her upcoming project, Queen, her first album in four years, which will be released on August 10. She's also scheduled to headline the 2018 Made in America Festival in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, during the Labor Day holiday weekend on September 1st and 2nd, where she, when she will share the stage with Post Malone, her ex-boyfriend Meek Mills, Janae Monet, Miguel, Diplo, and Zed, among others. Well, that will do it for me this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.